doctor's opinion. Happy's podcast series featuring the leading medical minds and their thoughts on cosmetic trends and issues that are shaping the industry. With me today is Dr. Antonella Tosti, a Frederick Brandt Endowed Professor of Dermatology and Cutaneous Surgery at the University of Miami. Hi, Dr. Tosti. Thanks for joining me. Hello. Good morning. Uh, Dr. Tosti is also the Chief Medical Advisor to DS Laboratories, a leader in the development and manufacture of world-renowned topical and oral therapies and personal products. Dr. Tosti is a worldwide recognized expert in hair and nail disorders and contact dermatitis and has been invited to lecture at major international conferences. Dr. Tosti, can you tell me a little bit about your practice, where you're located, and how long you've been in practice? So I've been in practice for many years, let's say more than 30 years, but just 10 years in the United States because I trained in Europe and I was a professor at University of Bologna before, and now I'm professor at the University of Miami. So my practice is now at the University of Miami where I see um, many patients with hair and nail disorders. I still see patients in Europe because I kept my clinic there and I go every three months to see patients in Europe, again, mainly for hair and nail problems. And where is your practice based in Europe? Uh, in Bologna. Bologna is a, an old medieval town in Italy, and my practice is there. And during your career, have you seen an increase in the prevalence of hair loss? I think so. You know, I'm I'm now very very well known, and so of course I have some I, uh, patients come to see me. But I believe hair loss is becoming uh, more common. And why do you think that is? What do you have? Do you know any I, idea? There are some causes for the increase in hair loss. I don't. I think uh, you know possibly. Uh, People are more aware of the problem and they know that uh, uh, there is something they can do. And then there are uh, maybe factors that can increase the problem, like, for instance, I believe diet is a big factor. Um, I see a lot of young women who do a very strong uh, diet and uh, maybe they want to lose uh, uh, 20 pounds in uh, 10 days. And you see hair loss is a very common complication of that. Medications, we have uh, new medications uh, every day, and a lot of medications have uh, hair loss as a side effect. And then I believe uh, also that the environmental disruptors can play a role. There are, there are many data now showing that, for instance, uh, uh, our food and uh, our cosmetics may have uh, chemicals that uh, act uh, on hormones. And then uh, pollution, I believe pollution, it's a, it's, a, it's a real problem. We don't have any data on that, but I, I'm very convinced about that. So I think, uh, you know, it's part of the, of the um, environmental damage that we are causing. You mentioned a lot of a lot of potential um, causes for the the prevalence of hair loss, but just to go back, what are when you mentioned cosmetics? What are some of the specific issues that in cosmetics that could impact hair loss? There are data showing that some ingredients uh, 
particularly some uh, um, preservatives of certain cosmetics can uh, act on the endocrine system. You know, for instance, triclosan has been um, banned from some cosmetics from the FDA for that. You know, there are data on uh, also phthalate in foods that may be a problem. Mm -hmm. Is there any type of diet that impacts uh, hair loss? You know, I believe any diet that is very strict can cause hair loss in general. So what's important to, to understand is always having a balance. You, you know, the diet, it's, it's very good to be on a, a diet, but the diet needs to be balanced and not too strong. And what about specific foods or what people should avoid? Is there anything in that area from your practice that you've seen? There are not foods that you should avoid, but there are foods that you should have. For instance, there are studies showing that if you eat fresh vegetables and herbs, this is a preventive for hair loss. So basically, vegetables, fruit, foods that contain antioxidants are very important. And aside from what people put in their bodies, what treatments do you recommend to treat hair loss? You know, this is an exciting field because we have uh, new treatments uh, um, coming out. In the last few years, we have news because we didn't have many options before. And uh, depends on the, on the hair loss is a very generic term. There are many hair disorders that cause hair loss. So most important is first, to have a correct diagnosis, and so to see a dermatologist with, with the doctor that can make the diagnosis, and keep in mind that this is not an easy diagnosis, maybe very easy problem or maybe very complicated problem, so it's not something you have to do uh, without a, a, a diagnosis. And then uh, if it's uh, hair loss uh, means uh, boldness, androgenetic alopecia, you can use uh, uh, treatments that are FDA approved, which are few, just minoxidil for women and uh, um, minoxidil and finasteride for men. But you can have also new options because, uh, you know, now the cosmetic industry is uh, developing many products that have uh, ingredients that even if they are cosmetic, they have uh, uh, properties. I like to call hairceuticals as a cosmeceutical. So it's not just, uh, just to make the hair more beautiful, but now they can um, utilize ingredients that uh, have properties. And uh, these include, for instance, uh, botanic uh, molecules, uh, include copper peptides, include nanoxidil, which is, for instance, in uh, the DS products. So there are many active cosmetic ingredients that are very, very interesting. And it's quite logical to understand that because, you know, to put a new drug in the market costs a lot of money and many, many years of studies. For cosmetics, it's easier to introduce active ingredients that are safe but also are effective. It's just more difficult, though, right? Because you can't really ma if you can't make claims because it's not a drug, right? 
You cannot make claims, but now we, some of these ingredients have very good studies, maybe in vitro studies. So it's not like in the past that ingredients had no studies before. Now all these ingredients have properties and have studies. And maybe they don't have in human big double-blind control studies, but many have some studies that show their efficacy. And how important is scalp care when it comes to hair loss? You know, I believe it's ultra important. You know, the hair is into the scalp before coming out. And there are studies showing that that the hair um, uh, come out already damaged if the scalp is not healthy. Mm -hmm. And is there any particular ingredients uh, that you recommend or, or you'd like to see for scalp care? You know, first of all, it's, uh, people should shampoo very, very frequently because in the last few years, the, uh, there are data showing that people shampoo less. You know, that's because sometimes uh, there is the wrong idea that shampoo might damage the hair, might damage the scalp. There was a kind of movement on that. And so this, I think, is very wrong. So I believe I'm really a strong advisor of uh, daily or every day, every other day shampoo and uh, I think uh, that um, anti-inflammatory ingredients may be important and uh, for instance ADS uh, has this uh, new shampoo it's called Revita CBD that contains cannabinoid oils that are very important uh, anti-inflammatory property. So this may be very important to prevent inflammation because inflammation causes, inflammatory cytokines cause hair loss. So inflammation is a very important aggravating factor for baldness and for any type of alopecia. Is there any, you mentioned CBD, is there any particular formulation issues with CBD that um, people have to be careful with when they're when they're creating CBD based products I, I this uh, product is very safe uh, you uh, you know there are strong regulations on that there is no concern in using this type of products in my opinion mm-hmm. um, is, is there anything that any ingredient that the pharmaceutical industry is developing um, that you've seen yes. that may be coming down the pike in terms of uh, better hair loss treatment you know, uh, the, the reality is that uh, patients often pre- prefer oral than topical treatments. And now um, there is a lot of uh, interest in using oral minoxidil instead of topical minoxidil. It's not approved yet, but I believe there are some uh, studies on getting this approved. And then uh, the pharmaceutical industry is developing um, new like topical hormones to to treat uh, androgenetic alopecia in men and women. There are new products that are undergoing uh, uh, double-blind clinical trials for androgenetic alopecia. There is a, a lot instead on alopecia reata, which is another common cause of hair loss. This is a type of alopecia that causes like patches or total hair loss. And for, for alopecia reata, there are numerous new pharmaceutical agents that are called JAK inhibitors. Uh, 
and there are uh, several of them on clinical trials and hopefully we'll be able to have a new treatment uh, approved very soon. But there's no set timetable, right? You don't expect anything approved quickly at this point. I expect maybe in two years. Okay. Let's say two years, which is quite quickly, not not so far away. Right. Right. And finally, uh, is there anything that the personal care industry can do in terms of new ingredient development or formulation development that you think would help um, you and your practice? I believe they're doing a lot because uh, from the cosmetic industry, I've seen many new ingredients uh, coming out. And uh, uh, I would say that every year there is something new. And, uh, for instance, uh, now the cannabinoid derivatives are are very interesting, I think, in this field because of the inflammation. And the the inflammation, I think, is a very, very important contributory factor. You know, antioxidants are also very important. So uh, we are working a lot on uh, to reduce the inflammation that uh, cause the disease as well. Well, thank you very much for joining me today, Dr. Tosti. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. You've been listening to The Doctor's Opinion, Happy's podcast series devoted to the latest issues in skin and hair care. 